Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, is hitting the road this summer from May 31st through June 14th. We're doing part two of our U.S. live tour. Whoa. I came up with the name for this one. Yeah, it's yeah. called the Areas Tour. Very kind good. of similar. Dungeons you know? and Daddies, the Areas Tour, feet Taylor Swift. We're hitting the road again. Midwest and East Coast dates on sale. Tickets are available now. We're starting up in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're going to Milwaukee, Chicago, Indianapolis, Detroit, Pelham, Tennessee, Atlanta, New York, Philadelphia, and Boston. Wow. More info on our website, dungeonsanddaddies.com slash live. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Shopify. You know, doing the Dungeons and Dragons podcast, there's a lot of dice rolling. There's a lot of talk, a lot of improv. There's also a lot of merch. This was something that we weren't really thinking about when we first started out. But when it came time to build out a merch shop, there was only really one place to go, which was Shopify. Shopify is basically what runs our web store. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage, I remember those days, to the first real life store stage, we will never have a brick and mortar but you know a lot of people have brick and mortars a lot of people sell things at like craft fairs and farmers markets shopify's there too shopify's there to help you grow whether you're selling pottery or bespoke custom DD dice sets available at store.dungeonsanddaddies.com well, shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person point of sale system wherever and whatever you're doing shopify has you covered and our zip up hoodie selection available at store.dungeonsanddaddies.com will also have you covered Shopify helps turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, which is like an AI tool they have, which can help you write better product descriptions, set up FAQs, email generation. So a little story, as you know, you know, we had our third-party fulfillment company blow up uh, at the end of last year and we're with DFTBA now. And one of the things that was great about Shopify was that the back end, the thing that handles all of the, you know, the order flow and all that stuff was very easily transferable. So from a business standpoint, the only thing that changed was where our inventory is stored and where it's shipping out from. But all the back end management has basically stayed the same. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 different countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to help support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash daddies, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash daddies, all lowercase. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash daddies. Dungeons and Daddies is a rowdy, horny, violent podcast for grownups. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. No, that won't do. That won't do at all. Get it. Yep, that's me. You're probably wondering how I got into this crazy situation. Well, it all started when we came to Neverwinter to rescue my two beautiful boys, Lark and Sparrow. Turns out they were up to their usual hijinks trying to summon some kind of eldritch god while disguised as a lord of chaos. 
We had a diggity dickens of a time busting out of the jail cell they threw us into. And while the rest of the dads made friends with a mysterious shapeshifter, yours truly got some one-on-one time with Sparrow. Or should I say one-on-wolf time? I convinced my son not to summon the doodler, and now David Boreanaz wants to spill my blood. Make no bones about it. This guy's no angel. What's a dad to do? Stay tuned to find out on this week's Dungeons and Daddies. Welcome to Dungeons and Daddies, the D&D podcast. A D&D. The, the only the one. D&D the premier D&D podcast. Critical Role, yeah, suck my ass. <laughs> Adventure Zone, eat my butt. <laughs> You're right, Freddie. You are going to say the D&D podcast about four. I mean, we are the only podcast about four dads. That we Actually, know we're the only podcast. If you type in 99% Invisible, you get this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the only podcast. It's me, Diane Ream. <laughs> Welcome to Dungeons and Daddies. A D&D podcast about four dads from our world transported into the Forgotten Realms on a quest to rescue their sons. My name is Freddie Wong. I play Glenn Close, bard, rock and roll dad. And fun fact about Glenn this week, about 50% on whether or not we did the moon landings. He's actually not sure. Oh he's a God. skeptic. That makes sense. He's what a skeptic. fucking asshole. He's just sitting here. He's, you know what? He just has some questions. If every enemy targets Glenn for the rest of this episode, you'll know why. <laughs> I'm Matthew Arnold, and I play Daryl Wilson, the stay-at-home coach dad who's a barbarian. And little fact about Daryl, uh, when he caught his father as Santa Claus when he was uh, eight years old, he actually still believed in Santa Claus for another three years, just <laughs> just that his dad was Santa Claus. So That's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, my God. So he was, like, bragging at school to his Yeah, life. he was like, oh, of course, my dad's Santa. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, hey, what's up? I'm Beth May, and I play Ron Stampler, emotionally detached stepfather. Fun fact about Ron is he knows every Eminem lyric, every Eminem song, you, you, that old Marshall Mathers, oh, no. <laughs> Slim Shady. Ron knows it all. Don't mess. Will Ron be giving us a demonstration this episode? Um, I don't know if you're ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have like genius.com open in another tab, just ready to reference the entire library? I'm literally just hoping I could be like, dear Freddie, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. <laughs> hey everyone, uh, Will Campos, I play Henry Oak, geologist granola Birkenstock dad. Fun fact about Henry, he's had an Ani DeFranco CD stuck in his Prius since he bought it. Uh, he tells people it's stuck in there, but he really just doesn't want to listen to anything else. <laughs> I am. I'm Anthony Birch. I am your daddy master. And uh, just as a, as a, as a sort I'd of laugh every time. I know. I just, I, I keep wanting to be like, yes. But like, <laughs> uh, if you're looking into DMing games with your friends and stuff like that, I just want to caution you. Don't buy every single uh, uh, different book for every single DM system that you find interesting because I own literally 15 and I just keep playing D&D like a dumb idiot. <laughs> and I've read them all, too. And they're like 300-page books. It's a dumb thing to do with your time. We get it, money. Anthony. You read. <laughs> <laughs> what <Okay>. a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome to Episode 5, The Lord of Chaos, Part 3. Yeah. 
Okay, so the lizard man, the one that you yeah. spared in massive sarcasm quotation marks because you just <laughs> missed your opportunity attack, he runs and opens a panel on a wall that you didn't see before and smacks it. And a stairway appears that heads upward. And you remember that a couple of floors above you is the armory where all of your stuff is. And then presumably many more flights above that is wherever Henry is fighting. And then Lark is in a cell? You've locked Lark into a cell. Okay. And in addition to that, there is another cell that has a guy with a hood in it that you haven't spoken to. Hey, hooded bro, what's up, man? What are you in here for? He turns to you uh, and lowers the hood, and you see that he's uh, a snake. (laughs) One of those guys. (laughs) And he goes, does anybody speak snake? Hey, uh, Daryl Wilson, when a man asks you a question, you uh, should answer. And I put his hand out. So uh, (laughs) what are you in here for, brother? Uh, He he slithers... He slithers onto your hand (laughs) (laughs) and then just sort of goes up your arm and onto. Are you doing anything to stop this? How big is the snake? (laughs) He's the size of a man. (laughs) The moment he gets around my hand, I go, oh, and I try to pull away. Okay, careful, Daryl. Remember, uh, red touches yellow. You're a dead fellow. Red next to black. (laughs) You're okay, Jack. I know your name's Daryl, but you're okay, Jack. Thanks. Right. Yeah, does he have poisonous markings in like based on that rhyme? Yes. Uh, according to that rhyme, you're a dead fellow. Oh, if, shit. If he chooses to bite you. Um, so you pull him out. He continues to hold on to your arm. And as he goes through the bars, you can see like this like wavy shimmer, almost as if there was some sort of barrier preventing him from getting through the holes in the bars that somehow your hand, your, your masculine handshake uh, broke. So he crawls off of your gross arm and goes down your gross body and your gross legs and <laughs> very judgy this, All right. this session, guys. This is a very sexual session. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could you give me that description I, again? I did, just note, I did note that Freddie dropped the not a BDSM podcast from, the, <laughs> from his intro. So we'll see where this one goes. He's not like a snake man. He's just a snake that is the size of a man. And he gets up on his tail and like bounces himself vertically <laughs> and then like bends in the middle to like bow to you and then begins to slip away. What? <laughs> wow. Well, uh, <laughs> Shape-shifting girl over there. How, what are you doing? <laughs> and I put my hand out. Daryl Wilson, that was an odd one. What were you doing in there? <laughs> we're just ignoring that. <laughs> <laughs> so because otherwise he just goes into a crack in the wall and he's gone. Dolly esque <laughs> fever dream moment. <laughs> It's like some like Mexican magical realism film all of a sudden. <laughs> Anybody else is welcome. I, Daryl's very confused and is definitely going to go talk to the sh- yeah, shape-shifting girl. Like 50% sure that that actually happened. Or was he like, I remember seeing this once in an LSD flashback. Glenn is like, eh, slightly more probable than the moon landing. But- <laughs> oh my God. Okay. This um, <laughs> is a weird French-ass animation we're watching. I just really hope Anthony had this whole elaborate backstory plan for the snake, like what the snake was doing there. Like he's so pivotal to the story, and Matt's just like, "We'll see." It. It's a little column A, little column B. <laughs> every every idea I come up with, I have to temper my excitement for it with the knowledge that you dumb idiots will just strip down nude and completely invalidate the combat I had planned. Hey, so. That snake could show up elsewhere. There's nothing yeah. to stop. Yeah. He's Chekhov's snake now. <laughs> so again, I say, uh, shape-shifting girl, uh, that's quite a trick you got there. Uh, what were you doing in that cell? 
So she forms herself back into the shape of the crying girl. Why are you still crying? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, stop crying. Oh, she's like, oh, sorry. This is my default to try to engender sympathy. <laughs> and her, she stops crying. <laughs> she continues to cry for a second and you realize that her tears don't dry. They go back into her skin and like, like go back. Like it's like, it's the same mass being like reused in a cycle of like oh. uh, fake tears. It's like a like, cool fountain. Cool. It's the Bellagio. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl definitely starts instantly looking for, he's very aware he's naked when that happens. Like oh. seeing that sort of like that thing happens, that body, I'm like, I'm naked now. I need to find my clothes. <laughs> She's like, thanks for, for getting me out. Um, I was just going to bolt. Do you guys want to come with? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Our buddies up there may or may not have turned into a wolf. Unsure. I feel like we got to help him out. So um, maybe you could bolt in our direction. Yeah. We helped you out. It only makes sense that you could help us out. Uh, actually, have you heard of the Daryl Barrel special? There's, mm. oh darn it, we were supposed to give beer to that woman back in that, <laughs> in that town. Oh, you're criminals too. You yes. were like, you weren't imprisoned unjustly. Like you clearly did whatever you were accused of. Is that cool to you? Yes, that's I, cool. Yes, oh, yes, yeah. we are criminals. We are criminals. Okay, well, if that's the case, you can help me get all my stuff. I don't know if that would help you with your wolf problem. Down into the armory? Yeah. Hey, Henry! Guys, where do you think Henry is? I don't know. Man, I think we should get our stuff, though, seeing as we're all naked minus Ron, and it does feel weird, and it's a very compromising position that we're in here. Three naked dudes and one shirtless dude and a crying girl. Quick naked dad huddle. (laughs) Oh, God. Naked dad huddle. This is very close. I'm very close to you guys. Are we going going upstairs? Dad huddle is, like, notably a little airier than usual. (laughs) Like, everyone's arms are just a little No, no, no. As you drive, Daryl pulls you in very close. (laughs) (laughs) Daryl's not letting you get away. Um... Do we trust this lady? Well, I think we need our stuff. And if she was going to do something to us, she'd probably have like done it now. So seeing as we're probably the most vulnerable we will ever be in any given situation, I think we should go get our stuff. All right. We're going to cut back up to Sparrow and Henry. So um, cross cutting this episode. (laughs) I love it. Finally, my time to shine by myself. (laughs) Now the real role play begins. (laughs) So Henry, you are on the roof uh, and you have your son next to you and you are in wolf form. And David Boreanis and his cadre of soldiers are uh, about to attack you to try and summon the doodlers. So go ahead and roll initiative. I got a 15 plus two, 17. Okay, cool. So you are currently fighting a group of people that is large enough that I'm basically just going to treat them as one massive, horrible blob. Just so you know what the layout of this area is, it's a big tower that sort of has no real, like, there's no uh, handrails or balcony stuff to protect you from falling off. And in the center... No OSHA in this universe. <laughs> and in the center of the uh, the tower is the big spike pit with all the blood and everything in it. And you're also surrounded by innocent people. It is identical to the skyscraper map from Mario Kart 64. <laughs> okay, that helps a lot. Will, you have power slide and then hop between those two little gaps. I scan about for floating gems that can <laughs> turn into power-ups. So you actually have uh, the better initiative. So you and Sparrow get to go first. And I'm going to play for Sparrow, but... For the sake of not being boring, you can sort of direct Sparrow what to do, and okay, I will be we're an still on of the will. elevator, right? You were still on the elevator, yeah. Okay, is there a, like a down button on <laughs> <Yeah>. the elevator? <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm frantically hit the down button, okay. where I paw at it when wolf form. <laughs> I'll actually roll dexterity to see if you can paw at it with your wolf fans. I got a 19. Ooh, okay, so you successfully hit the down button, and it begins to chicka 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 chicka. Oh, uh, he's like one of those downward. dogs that can shake. <laughs> <laughs> Boreanus and, let's see, let's roll for their speed. Ooh, not. So Boreanus and two other guards manage to jump onto it before it gets to the point where you would start taking damage for jumping down. 
I would call that a minor action because you're just reaching out. Do you want to do something else? Okay. Um, hold on one second. I'm just reading up about my beast shape. Yeah, you got like sick beast power-ups, dude. You can stay up in beast shape for one hour. Any longer, call your doctor. <laughs> <laughs> you you get a free t-shirt that says beast mode and it doesn't have any sleeves and you go to LA Fitness. And <laughs> Ask your doctor if being a wolf is right for you. <laughs> I cast CrossFit. And, um, okay, let's see. Um, your game statistics were replaced by the statistics of the beast, but you retain your w- alignment, personality, and intelligence, wisdom, and charisma Okay, scores. well, I have the wolf stats right in front of me okay, right here. Okay, cool. Can you tell me like what I can do? Because I feel like I might just you have bite as a melee shake, attack. Roll over. You have <laughs> speak. Uh, you have advantage on perception checks that rely on hearing or smell. Um, you have advantage on any attack if you're next to a friend, and you also have a bite that is actually pretty damaging. It's two d four plus two. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm gonna fucking bite. David Boreanis right in his beautiful face. That's what I'm going to do. Are you aiming for that moneymaker right away? (laughs) Hey, man, you hit him where it hurts. (laughs) All right, you want to roll a d20 and add four to it. Okay. Uh, 17 plus four, 21. Oh, okay. Good roll. That bite definitely makes it. So go ahead and roll 2d4 and then add two. Uh, Eight damage. Jesus Christ. David Boreanis looking like vamp face angel right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, I... Just really quickly, giving Porianus more health. <laughs> and he has a snake friend. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I can finally be with my best friend, Boreanus. <laughs> he kept me in here. It was a weird sex thing. It was not because he didn't like me. <laughs> so uh, that will be your turn. Sparrow is going to say, so is being a hug wolf, does that involve violence as well? Am I, st- I am fighting them. I'm going to fight them. Hi- hug wolves hug with their mouths. I see. Fighting time. And so he's going to try to bite Boreanaz as well. And his teeth just managed to get a hold of like the skin on Boreanaz's exposed knee because he has like a little like empty patch there in his chain mail. So and cool. He, and he just, <laughs> it's, it's to make it look worn and neat. Oh yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Actually, they, you can buy pre-hold chain mail. Pre-distressed like, chain It mail. looks like peasant's chain mail, but like it's way more expensive. Sharks hate him. <laughs> um, so he bites him on the knee and doesn't draw any blood, but he's like, dad, I'm doing it. Are you proud of me, dad? Still, I have a mouthful of Boreanaz. So I go, uh-huh. <laughs> I wish I could say the same. <laughs> oh, I was waiting for it. I'm oh, sorry. Is it weird that I literally thought the exact same no, thing and was like, it's not weird. I was literally just watching season two of Angel. Season two, huh? Yeah. Primo. I guess that, yeah, that's Boreanaz at his hottest. Mm. Um, okay. So <laughs> Boreanaz irritated by the fact that he's getting double bitten by uh, the Oak family. <laughs> this is a I thought he didn't notice the knee one. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. He's, he's, he didn't notice he's me He's still getting much. double bitten, if you know what I mean. Uh, so he's gonna, I don't know what you mean. I don't either. He's going to draw a dagger from his belt and try to stab Henry in the throat. This is a good day for the Oak family. He just sort of wails randomly at the air, and you feel like some of your fur get cut off, but fucking nothing. But because he's a boss, he gets to go twice. All right, so 12 plus 4. What is your AC? My AC is 15. Sorry, you have the AC of a wolf now. I have the AC of a wolf. Yeah, so you're only at at AC of 13. Shit. So you will take some damage. (laughs) Okay. Uh, What's the deal? Do I have wolf HP now? Uh, Wolf has 11 hit points. Okay, so Um, I have 11 hit points. So you take five damage. Yikes. Yeah, not great. And as a free action, Boreanis is like, jump down, you cowards. It won't hurt that much. Come on, come on. And uh, a couple people jump down. They won't get turns yet, but they're going to try to not get hurt. All right, so the first guy lands with seemingly no damage. 
<laughs> the second one falls and basically breaks an ankle. So you're now in oh, an elevator lied. with four people. Okay, so now the other two guards are going to try to attack your perfect son, Sparrow. First one is oh my God. a crit. All right, Watch so your son die in front of you in this elevator. I crit a kid. <laughs> uh, fucking at the end, Carl's like raising it from the dead. He like rolls a dice into him to like make him fall back. He down. was reaching for a D20. He looked real enough. He looked real enough. <laughs> Uh, just for a second, isn't it insane how the moral of Die Hard is like, isn't it great that cop is comfortable shooting people again? Thank God, <laughs> Thank God he back. can kill people again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I again. Okay, but seriously, Sparrow's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Her child died. Sparrow, uh, biting onto the knees of Boreanaz, continues to bite, but his eyes go big and his legs just go slack. Oh my and like God. his whole body just goes limp, but he's still hanging on with those teeth. Wait, what did he get hit with? Oh, he got hit with a dagger. Oh, dagger. He, he got stabbed? He got stabbed? He got stabbed in the you shoulder. Gotta, you kind of buried the lead on that yeah, one. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. So like, your child got stabbed. <laughs> I was like, oh, some magic that like made him pass no, out. No, no, he, he got, it was a magical dagger that went we, into his shoulder. Blades. We didn't really think ahead. This podcast is going to have a lot of kids getting stabbed, <laughs> I guess. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Without getting too graphic, he gets stabbed a little bit in the shoulder blades and it hits him hard enough that he just woof, goes limp except for his teeth. The second baddie now is going to be like, I guess that kid's probably done. I'm going to go for the, the adult wolf. When are your teeth ever limp? <laughs> You'll find out when you get older. <laughs> um, and he uh, swings at you and uh, just barely nicks some of your ear, but you don't even feel it. He, just, oh, he misses. God. So now we're going to cut to all of you as you come into the armory. You see lockers upon lockers of really shitty looking medieval weaponry and really standing out amongst all of this stuff is basically just a big pile of all of your shit because it looks very modern and very Earth-like and stuff like that. Can we do a perception roll to see if there's good weapons among those shitty weapons? Yeah, go ahead. I got it. Ten. Do you guys want to look around? I would. So by all means, take your time. <laughs> this is like a glance. 18. I got 18. an eight. Okay, so you can tell that all the stuff here is... It's like decent quality, but there's an amazing variety. So what I'm going to say is if you want to have any other kind of additional weapon, you can just get it here for free and you'll just have it. Ah, so of the weapons, now I'm not even familiar with D&D weapons. Well, hold on, let me look. We got maces, we got bows, we got spears. Whatever you can imagine, stays, Freddy. We got swords. What about fire poi? Like what, what people spin at Burning Man? Oh. I wouldn't know. I mean, there are flails. You could like get a flail and then get some pitch and like pour it on there. What's the thing it. with the two sticks? <laughs> That's what I'm talking the Chinese about. Chinese yo-yo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, the thing that like super cool kids did at school. With yeah. the, like, clack, clackety clacky. Clack. Yeah. Uh, let's just go ahead and say there's something that is there in a pinch if you wanted to get that. Okay. Do they have nunchucks? Uh, yeah. I want nunchucks. Okay, so you get nunchucks. By the way, another, another fun fact about Glad, very into mall ninja shit. <laughs> okay, so we'll say just stat-wise that that'll basically be a club because I'm pretty sure nunchucks are not officially in d Here's the thing about nunchucks. I think that they need to have a small percentage chance of hurting you I think it's a nat one, them. you whip yourself in the nards. <laughs> yes. That's yes. the official nunchuck rule. Yeah, yeah I yes. believe so. <laughs> I, yes. full, I fully approve that. So yeah, we'll say that it is a simple melee weapon. It's, so it's not a simple weapon. <laughs> uh, Bruce Lee trained his whole life to use this, uh, Anthony. For a more uh, civilized age. Um, so we'll say that it's a club that instead of doing 1d4 damage, it does 1d6 damage, but with that downside of, yeah, if you get a 1 or a 2, you will hit yourself in either the left or the right testicle. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying if I lose a nut at some point in this adventure... It will that, be a better weapon for you. Yeah. 
It's true, actually. Interesting. Good. Okay. Very good. Fuck yeah, I got nunchucks. I've been looking forward to this. I've been trying to get a character with nunchucks in so many campaigns, <laughs> and I've had so many DMs look at me and be like, you don't have nunchucks. I'm like, but but nunchucks. Is there a sort of skip it sort of? <laughs> like, uh, is there something I can do with my feet that is deadly and dangerous? Okay, so what you see there is you see there's a flail which has the chain and the ball of pain on the end of it, and yes. there's also some shackles. So if you wanted to grab two of those <laughs> things and then like... And some downtime, try to like make them together into an evil skip it. You yes, can do that. please. It's not going to be an evil skip it, but it will be dangerous. Okay. Do you want to try to make this a skip it now? Yeah. I mean, there seems like there's time. <laughs> <laughs> Henry, how's it going up there? <laughs> oh, no. Guys, guys, what? please be quiet. I am trying to assemble my <laughs> skip it. Right. I think we got to get our stuff. Do you actually want to try to build the skip it? Yes. Okay. Then roll, um, oh my God, let's see, let's see. There's not a lot here for uh, skip it handling in your stats. One second, Henry, one second. We're just getting some stuff ready here, let's but say, we'll be there as soon as we can. Let's say survival. Roll survival. All right. Five. Okay. So you sort of cl- just clink the shackles and the ball together just over and over, like getting more and more frustrated that's not working, but at the end you don't actually have a skip it. Once you're out of danger, you will probably have more chances to try to make it a proper skip it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Temporarily devastating. Okay. As- <laughs> I see what you're going there for, Ron. Uh, good idea. I'm, I'm putting my pants on. All right. And my clothes. And I just grab the stuff that the barbarians normally have. <laughs> <So> <laughs> okay, that's fine. I grab a great axe and a javelin. As you guys are all getting uh, dressed, you see also that the shape-shifting girl uh, who says, oh, by the way, my name is Everything, just so you know, going forward. I get um, it. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She finds, amongst all this detritus, a big old sack full of shit. And she goes, I feel like we get splitsies on this. So there's four things in here. I'm going to go ahead and describe them to you. Okay. And she opens it up to you so you can see that she's not lying. Okay. There's a hat, there's a jug, there's a perfume, and there's a small bag of beans. I instantly grabbed the perfume. Oh, Carol would love this. Okay. <laughs> okay, so in your inventory, add that you have the perfume of bewitching. Ooh. The tiny vial contains magic perfume enough from one use. You can use an action to apply the perfume to yourself, and it lasts for an hour. For that duration, you have advantage on all charisma checks directed at humanoids. Sorry, really quick. Sorry I took the perfume without asking you guys. It's okay if I... Uh, yeah, sure, I guess so, yeah. Right. Uh, I'm going to go for the jug. I would like the hat. <laughs> She's like, I mean, I was going to was gonna go like half an hat, but yeah, you could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck me, right? You could, ha- you could have them all, I guess. I'll well, just steal it, some it of the other shit Well, it seemed like you had everything you needed. <laughs> <laughs> so she just sort of throws the hat at you, but is like very clearly disgusted about it. So you can go into your inventory and add the hat of vermin, which I will describe to you thusly. This hat has three charges. While holding the hat, you can use one action to expend one of its charges and speak a command word that summons your choice of a bat, a frog, or a rat. Oh my god, this is so perfect the for you. The summoned creature magically appears in the hat and tries to get away from you as quickly as possible. <laughs> <laughs> the creature is neither friendly nor hostile, and it is not under your control. It behaves as an ordinary creature of its kind and disappears after one hour. It dies after an hour? I mean, it just vanishes. It's not real. And the hat regains all of its charges at dawn. So every day you can use this three times. So you can just... Get three rodents? Yeah. I mean, okay. rat. A, a, a frog is a, not a, a rodent. That's fair. That's fair. So did you get the jug? I got the jug, yeah. Okay, so you got the alchemy jug. 
The Alchemy Jug is a ceramic jug that appears to be able to hold a gallon of liquid and weighs 12 pounds. Sloshing sounds can be heard from within it when it's shaken, even if it's empty. You can use an action and name a liquid from the table below, which you'll see when you add it to your inventory, uh, to cause the jug to produce the chosen liquid. Afterwards, you can uncork the jug as an action to pour that liquid out for up to two gallons per minute. The maximum amount of liquid in the jug depends on the liquid that you named. So you can make stuff like wine, water, salt water refresh, vinegar, oil, beer, which we're going to say if Daryl uses it will be his particular brew. Nice. Mayonnaise, honey, <laughs> mayonnaise. and then poison or acid. What kind of acid? What kind of mayonnaise? What kind of acid? Is it like the good Hoffman stuff or is it like, you know what I mean? Uh, let's say that depends on the, the he who wields the sword. Ah, so uh, acid in the sense of LSD then. Oh, ooh, okay. That's actually interesting. <laughs> yeah, if, if you do it and you roll for acid, then yeah, let's do that. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and then the final thing, a bag of beans. Uh, which one of you is going to take that? I think that was hers because we all each took one. Yeah, you said splitsies. There's four of us. So that's that's yours, little lady. Just, just fine. Henry didn't want anything. <laughs> oh, um, actually, we do have a fourth friend. I mean, if we, if I could. <laughs> is it for, are you offering? I mean, yeah. I, All was, right. I was trying to be polite. Thanks. I put my hand out for okay. it. Okay. So roll. Nah, fuck it. She just gives it to you. Yeah. I want you to have this item. Because okay. this item's great. So this is a bag of beans. So right now, roll mm-hmm. 3d4. I got uh, eight. Okay. So there are eight beans in this bag. When you take a bean out and throw it on the ground, you have to roll a d100. And depending on what you roll, something different will happen, which just for the sake of comedy, I'm not going to tell you what the possible options are. It would um, also take a long time for you to roll yes. 100. Yeah. <laughs> Tune into our bonus podcast <laughs> where Anthony reads all 100 things that the, the bean can turn into. But yeah, they run the gamut from like a couple of mushrooms come out to like something massive happening. So it's, it's basically just you're going to roll the dice and sort of see what happens. Did everything just tell us that that's what it does? Uh, or should our characters not know what these beans are? That's why I ask. Oh, that's fair. Hey, what do these beans do? <laughs> Everything goes, uh, they look like weird magic beans. I usually don't mess with them because they're too random. I don't know. They might do weird stuff if you throw them at the ground. I, I kind of don't want any any part of them. And these other magical items kind of seem stupid. So I never... <laughs> 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 to be honest, I'm going to take all the stuff. You guys are clearly not from around here. You don't have a good sense of what's worth money. So I'm going to take all the stuff that's actually valuable and give you this stuff that, I mean, you don't know any better. All right. Cool, I'm glad you can be so upfront about us getting swindled, but uh, it's all good. I mean, it's one of good. your friends is, is a wolf, so yeah, you have, yeah, we'll you worry about that. Problems. We'll worry about that later. Good I feel luck. like she knows everything. <laughs> oh, God. Uh. Now, if you guys don't mind, there is a man up there that we love, and we got to go save him. I don't know if I love him. I mean, I'd go save him. I'm just, you know, I don't know if I love him. Ron, if you were up there, I'd go up there right now and save you, so let's go up there. Let's go. 
so too will to your, your opportunity. Pee-pee? Well, maybe actually. Okay. Will Chime get my bod ready for swimsuit season? It will get your uh, credit score ready for loan and car or home season. <laughs> so yes. <laughs> Chime credit builder Visa credit card. Here's what it's got. No annual fees, interest, or credit check to apply. Use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Build credit using your own money. And there's like all sorts of extra features. So, for example, fee-free overdraft with SpotMe. You can overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying That's direct a, deposit. Where's Waldo uses SpotMe? True. <laughs> after Waldo sets up a qualifying direct deposit and he signed up for SpotMe, Chime will spot Waldo up to your limit when Waldo makes a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that sees Waldo's bounce if they can find him. Oh, wow. How do you think Waldo affords going to all those places? He's traveling all the time. It must cost a fortune. He's probably using Chime to build up credit to hey, take out, I out. guess, and, loans and, to take trips. Places. And here's the yeah. thing, when, when Waldo goes around, there's like 60,000 plus free free ATMs. Waldo can go to any ATM. He could be anywhere. That's but more they than the can't top find three. him on the security They can't find him on the security camera. Cameras. That's more than the top three national banks combined. So you can easily find an ATM near you with the Chime app. Send and receive money too. Chime to pay anyone, including Waldo. Chime members are not in cash out your money fee free. With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can improve your credit scores all summer long. Get started today at Chime.com slash daddies. That's Chime.com slash daddies. Chime. Bro, you know that Waldo is married because he's always hiding from the wife. Dang. Chime feels That's like who progress. you play. Yep. That's who you play and where's Waldo? You play his wife yep. looking for him. And I'm just nagging him all the time. Poor guy's just hiding out. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Spot me eligible requirements and overdraft limits apply out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advanced fees may apply terms and conditions apply go to chime.com slash disclosures for details Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Hymns Hymns uh, it's boner pills that's y'all. special somebody Dungeons and Daddies is brought to you in a discreet package this week oh wow <laughs> delivered to your doorstep by Hymns uh, sick of the one size fits all method, especially when it comes to your erectile dysfunction treatment. Yes. Good news, you got options now with Hims. Hims is changing men's healthcare by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Mm. From the they spelled comfort wrong. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so silly. Hims provides access to doctor trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments. Wait, like are they chewable or are they hard? They're chewable. So are I, wait, you. Can I get a hard yeah. mint that makes my penis chewable? <laughs> <laughs> Brand name treatments like Viagra or generic alternatives are up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple, 100% online. Answer a series of questions on their site, and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. And if prescribed, your medication ships to you for free. No insurance necessary. It's not free, though. The shipping is free. The shipping the medication free. is, you're going to still you gotta, pay money, you have obviously. To pay for that, yeah. They're not just handing out boner pills That'd at be Biden's America. Pretty sick, yeah. They should do like the Red Bull ladies. Do you know what oh I mean? My oh my God. I would imagine? love to be a Red Bull woman for boner pills. If ED is getting you down, it's time for you to join the hundreds of thousands of trusted him subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash daddies. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash daddies for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash daddies. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. 
So before you even reach the top, you hear the sounds of combat. And once you actually reach the top of the tower, you see that the cult of the doodler is in combat with these innocent townsfolk who are going to be sacrificed, presumably. You can't see Boreanus, though, and you also can't see uh, Henry or his child because the elevator also seems to be missing. It's, it's not here. I run over to the edge of the, of, the, of the elevator and I look down. Okay, so you see the tops of a lot of heads. You see four adult human men trying to beat up a wolf that is currently latched onto the face of Boreanus and Sparrow latched onto his knee. Henry, is that you? <laughs> I'm overwhelmed by his beauty. I go, Henry, don't worry. We got you something too. And I pull the beans out and I chuck the bag down. Like the elevator. Yes. <laughs> Wait, so that like all of them go down? Like, I don't know how tight how tight was that bag? Oh no! Oh Jesus oh, Christ! My God. Yes! In my head, I was like, "Throw the beans." Okay, so here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna fill this plastic bag that I brought all my dice in with exactly eight dice. Oh my yes. God! And I'm gonna try oh, to. I have a satchel actually. I have a cool cloth satchel you could use. Oh yeah? Yeah. Go yeah, get yeah. that. Go get that. It's funny because on the item description for the bag of beans, the very first thing it says is like, if somebody tries to throw all of them at once, here's how you do that. I'm like, but nobody would do that. That's insane. <laughs> I was like, I'm literally not gonna tell them about that because that'd be an absolutely absurd thing to try to do. If it matters, I would like to say that when Daryl got the bag, he definitely like opened it up to look into it and he probably didn't tie in it very much when he closed it. <laughs> I mean, I right. buy that. Okay, uh, I got it. Well, now, hold on. You would have to throw this from something high. I was considering going to the roof of your or apartment. Or throw building. it up to the ceiling. Well, no, here's down. what we can do. We have a, I have a stairwell right outside my place. Oh, okay. And you can chuck it down like, well, how many stories? Like two stories, Yeah, right? it'd be like two stories. Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah, let's do that. All right, let's go oh, do that. All right, we're going on the road. <laughs> all right, okay, so we are... Uh, in the stairwell, Anthony's about to drop the bag to test how many beans fall out of it. To simulate a proper two-story drop. So, Anthony, you good? Yeah. All right. Three, two, one, drop. Oh! oh. oh. <laughs> Half the bag! Yeah. Yeah. Is that four? four. We got four. We got four. Oh, my God! Okay, should we see these all at once? I feel like the real experience is that you should roll and then tell roll us all, all four things that happened. Because no. no. that's okay. how we would experience it. All right, yeah. all right. Well, I got to write them down then. All right, just a second. I'm very scared. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I do boy. not have a lot of health either. This I is, just want to put that out there. This is going to get gnarly. I'm excited to hear Henry's reaction because I just want to be like, what's that, boy? A bunch of beans fell down an elevator shaft? <laughs> I want, what if it was just four of like the lamest things in a row? I'm kind of hoping it is because yeah. I will die. Yeah. Can we talk about kind of the uh, the weight limit and rating of this elevator? Because I do feel like too. we're starting to overload oh, it. No. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. What? That was the one thing I was hoping you wouldn't roll. Oh, God. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> This is going to be such a left turn. Okay, so let me just... <laughs> Why did I give you this? I knew in my heart, I was like, don't give him this. Don't give him this. You let me take it. Yeah, why don't I... Oh, my God. I wanted you to have it, but I, I just also didn't, and then now I'm fucking reaping the fruits of my labors. Okay, so... First, three things that don't matter at all happen. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Let's hear them. Almost as if in slow motion, you see the following. One, a nest of <laughs> five eggs springs up. <laughs> yes. Oh, <no. laughs> if anyone wants to eat one, we can talk about that later. <laughs> Uh, the second thing that happens is a geyser erupts from the center of the elevator shaft and <laughs> spouts 
apple juice 30 feet into the air. So like, psh, like hits you guys in the face for seven rounds. <laughs> <laughs> so those eggs are wet. Yeah, the eggs yeah. are now wet. The third thing that happens is 11 pink toads appear. <laughs> and whenever a toad is touched, it transforms into a large or smaller monster of my choice, which would seem like, oh, what a big deal. Yeah, that's pretty bad. It seems like a big deal. Seems like yeah. a very big deal until a pyramid with a 60-foot square base bursts from the middle of the fucking elevator shaft. Um, yes! <laughs> yes! So the entire building is bisected by this spontaneously spawning 60-foot fucking pyramid. With apple juice guising out of the top apple of juice it. coming, like a fucking ejaculation of apple juice out the top of it and the fucking eggs that you could have eaten roll down the side of it. and the fucking people on the so all of you have we're to all make, sliding yes all well all of you have to make dexterity saves because you are now on a slanted surface as this thing just grows under you oh my god well, how steep of a pyramid are we talking here it's decently steep well you know that actually pyramids are pretty easy to walk on if you've ever been to like egypt they're not no 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 climb. they were, they used to be Anthony smooth and flat Anthony oh, does not yeah. seem like a man to be well actually right now. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> well, actually, it's a staircase pyramid. I think we're perfectly fine. Anthony really wants us to parse the details of how hard we just fucked his night up. All right, up. dexterity. You, know, you fucking call down the thunder, and you will now reap the lightning. <laughs> so we just all roll D20s? Listen, guys, I know what we're all thinking, and it's which way did the eggs roll? Yes. <laughs> That's true. Which way did the eggs roll? They all rolled off of one ah. corner of the pyramid. All right, the pyramid. let me roll dexterity. Everybody rolled. Yeah, you're oh, going to roll a d20 and then add your dexterity modifier. <laughs> I did a crit fail. <laughs> you did a crit fail? I have a one. Oh, Hold on, no. wait, wait, I'm going to burn my inspiration. I'll burn my inspiration yeah, okay, on this one. Yeah, okay, because otherwise I was going to have to do something very violent to you. Yeah, yeah, I, I'll <laughs> burn my inspiration on that one, um, which was from a couple episodes, I believe. And then I add dex, which is um, a 19. Okay, way better. I got a 17. I got a 17 as well. I mean, I definitely failed. I got a 7. Okay. So I guess it's fair that the dumbass who threw down the goddamn beans is the only one to fail. I like to think I was real. I mean, Daryl definitely loves apple juice. So I think <laughs> For that's about what, three seconds. You he looked, were, he you followed were in the guy. He you followed were in the heaven. Here's what happened. He, he followed the geyser up. So he wasn't looking when the pyramid was <laughs> rising up underneath his feet. He's like, wow. Okay. So in addition to that, Remember, you guys are halfway up this tower. So this fucking pyramid bisected the tower, and it's now like rickety on in the middle of this goddamn tower. So what I'm going to do is, this is real stupid, but why not do it? Can you hand me extra D6s? Are you building a tower out so of dice? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to build a tower for dice and have the pyramid on top of it right there. And if at any point any of us has accidentally knocked down the tower, I'll just say that the pyramid also falls Okay, with it. all right. So we got to be real gentle. Right. And then everything above the, the pyramid just is immediately fucking sloughed off and sort of falls to the ground. This big, massive skyscraper is, Wait, is now... was this the level of all the people in the spike pits above us? Yeah, so all the people in the spike pits above you so get pushed So it's just raining off. hell. Yes, every bad thing well, is happening. Are you just flying? Yes, people are falling <laughs> off the sides of the goddamn thing. Uh, how high up are they? How, how high up is the pyramid? You were already basically near the top, plus or minus a story, mm -hmm. of the skyscraper from Mario Kart 64. So right. you were that high. 
So, so these guys are falling to their death. So when we make our saving throw, how do we? Sa- what happens when we? So save? your saving throw is you attempting to grab on to this pyramid and not yeah. fall off to your deaths, essentially. So even though it's slicked by apple juice, the stickiness of it allows us allows me at least to, to grab on yes. and hang on with a like good a, grip, like a horrible Spider Man. You handle like onto Alex Honnold, yeah. free climbing we've, we've El Capitan. Free solo. <laughs> free solo, great documentary. So all of you managed to get a grip except for Daryl, who is sliding and is now just beginning to fall off. So what happened to me? You and Boreanis and your son are all perched on the top. All of you, and, both and of you way, hanging on the And by the way, all of you guys are like, <laughs> because, because <laughs> apple juice is spraying Covered in your in face. Covered in apple juice. Did Boreanis make his saving throw? Uh, oh, no, he didn't. He should. Uh... This may be the end of Boreanis. Sticky, covered in apple juice. Oh, no! oh my god! Oh my god! Look at my very first roll. What did you do? My okay. god! He knocked he the tower knocked down. Over the tower the over. entire pyramid. Oh my I god! I think that's fitting. I feel like no tower supported a sixty this foot. This is medieval. Like these are guys who didn't put guardrails in. There's yeah. no way they put in enough of a foundational support on their bullshit towers to be able to hang on to it. Okay, okay. We're all on the okay. pyramid. It just kind of crunches so, down. So here's the thing: the pyramid begins to fall over. And uh, it's crushing the tower beneath it. So it's, it's falling a little bit more slowly than you might otherwise think. So everybody except for Daryl is totally fine. But Daryl, you're going to have to take some damage because you didn't get quite a good enough purchase with your hand. So your, your head smashes against the wall of the pyramid. So go ahead and take a, a D6 of damage. Daryl Wilson took five damage. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and with a, a, a shuddering boom and an explosion of dust outward, uh, the pyramid crushes the pit of myriad delights. Oh my God. So all those people having an orgy. No, no, no. They're fine. By- They're fine. Oh, okay. It kills the violent, the fighting arena. Oh, okay. Oh. okay. So all the people who are having the orgy, like stop for a second and like and stare go, at the pyramid and they, go, and they go right back to it. Just goes to show you that love overcomes all obstacles. Yeah. A shockwave resonates through the pyramid as it lands. So everybody make another dexterity saving throw. 13, Anthony. So I got a 15. I got an 18. All right. That's good. I got a two. Yeah. So everybody except for Ron Stampler seems to be fine. Actually, uh, sorry, Boreanis is going to, I forgot to, (laughs) that's what caused all this. Okay, so Boreanis gets 16. He's fine. He's just got such a strong foundation and base, you know, he's not not falling over easy. Look at that guy. Okay, so you're going to fall pretty badly. So I want to do that like vertical limit, like stab my javelin in and like slide and try to reach for Ron. Okay, okay, let's do that. So why don't you roll an attack against the pyramid? Just see if I like break the stone. Yeah. Okay. See if you can wedge it into a crack or not. I'm just going to go ahead and roll for damage because I rolled a one. So I'm assuming you're going to let me hurt myself. <laughs> yeah, you're going to start following too. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to throw my nunchucks for whoever's closest to okay. try and like have. So that'll be, that'll almost certainly be Daryl because he just fell. While I'm in peril, am I allowed to do anything? Yeah, absolutely. What would you like to try to do? I would like to use the hat of vermin to release frogs who have sticky little frog hands Maybe they will help me stick to the side of the pyramid. Okay. That's okay. what I would like to do is I would like to, frogs. All right. So we'll do, we'll do one action at a time here. Yeah, so yeah. let's do best first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Ron, you summon three frogs simultaneously. Can I get more? Three is the most you can get in a day. That's unfortunate. <laughs> yes, I would like three okay. frogs. So that's that's three limbs. You, know, that's you three just limbs. crush them under your hands, and that's a little stickiness on your hands. So what yes. we're going to do is you're going to roll stickiness for each frog. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you're going to roll a D6 for each frog. Okay. If you get a five or a six, they are sticky enough to stick on to the pyramid. And if so you have a one four, in three chance. they just look great. Yeah. Hot dice. Hot dice. Yes. Frog number one. Oh, my God. That's a six. All yes. right. One, so one frog. Stick, one frog. Boom. Sticks perfectly in there like a fucking Catwoman handhold. Yes. All right. Now roll this one. 
God, how did you do that? Six! <laughs> <laughs> yes. She got the six! All right. Yes. Now roll another one just for, to see what the third one does. I don't even know what the third one. You know those, for. like, those things when you do push-up Two. helpers Two. that you, like, Yeah, yeah the, like the perfect push-up, like, handles. Push so I'm imagining that's what it is. You're, like, holding onto the frogs, like, handles, and the frogs but their are legs like, are, like, fingers <laughs> and hands splayed onto this pyramid. <laughs> Eyes bugged out. Totally confused. They were created seconds ago, and the first thing they feel is the icy grip of a human being around them, and they're just gripping on for dear life. <laughs> All right, the third frog just like, like just slides straight fucking down. Okay, so I you think are. That means you're now riveted to the wall. <laughs> I might fall just because of that. I literally might oh, fall. Oh god! I need to come up with some other punishment. I need to come up with some other punishment because giving you guys damage was too good, and I yeah. missed that already. Does he get inspiration? Um, wait, does he get inspiration? Yes, you absolutely get inspiration. Hell yeah! Without question. Um, so Ron is safe for now. So you're gonna nunchuck Daryl. Mm-hmm. All right. So I roll a sixteen. I think that's good. Describe what happens. As I see my friend start to lose his grip so enraptured by the apple juice, I concentrate. I think of all the hours. <laughs> so enraptured y- by the apple juice is the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted Chekhov's snake. <laughs> That'll be the episode where he comes back like yeah. three uh, years yeah. from now. Oh, I, shit. I call upon hours of watching YouTube videos on the road of Bruce Lee maneuvers of guys teaching you how to do nunchuck tricks. I whip out the nunchuck and I whip them towards Daryl's uh, legs because he's splayed away from me and I wrap them around his ankle and I hold on to dear life as he uh, is like splayed out leaning you know, face forward towards almost certain doom if not for these nunchucks. Awesome. How does Daryl react to all this? Uh, since they're wrapped around my legs, I think I just I go oh! and I look up and I go, thanks there Glenn. That's it. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, so, I mean, because she's stuck. Yes, she, Ron she's, is already safe. I think Daryl's definitely looking for where Henry is. That means you look up and you see, you, you're basically, you managed to hang on to uh, uh, Boreanis, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So still I'm still there. on the top of the mountain. So, yeah, he, he held on with like fucking knuckles made of steel. Then you held on to him too. And so did the, your unconscious son. I, Wait, I just need to understand. What so happened that, to his other son? Yeah, I was about oh, to bring that up. Oh my God. So, I, it's up to you as to what you do now, because right now you realize, you've all realized simultaneously, oh my God, what happened to Lark? Because that floor and all the ones beneath it were presumably crushed. Sparrow is still up top, grabbing onto Boreanaz's knee, even though he's unconscious and with a knife sticking out of his shoulder blades. What do you do? Okay, my jaw falls off of Boreanaz's face. Okay. Immediately. <laughs> and right. I'm in wolf mode still. Mm-hmm. Does a wolf have like sense? Like again, like yeah, it's like, gotta be like a smell. Like yes, a search yeah. and rescue thing? Ooh, this is actually really good. Yeah, he has advantage on any perception checks. Oh shit. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanna see if I can suss out what happened to my son. Well, I think you gotta oh, sniff oh. Sparrow yeah, and you use that to, sense yes, yeah. to find <laughs> yeah. his brother. Okay. I, yes. I take a big whiff of Sparrow and then... <laughs> who's still unconscious. Who's still unconscious. That I'm going to deal with in a second because <laughs> at least I know where he is and then I'm going to try to do a perception check to see if I can find Lark and what I'm hoping is the rubble of this crazy thing that just happened. All right, go ahead and roll uh, perception with advantage. Okay. Uh, that's a 17 and that's a 7. I'm going to take the 17. So you follow the scent of uh, your comatose child to find your non-comatose child, and the scent leads you through a pile of rubble that is far deeper than you would like, and your heart sinks more and more the further and further you dig into this rubble. Underneath a bunch of bricks, you nuzzle one aside with your nose, and you see Lark's hand just sort of like peeking out from them, like Arnold going into the lava. Just as, <laughs> but just no as thumbs hand. up. But no thumbs no up. No thumbs just up. Just his hand. Okay, I am going to, can I tell if he's dead? 
You could try to like move up against Steve as like I nudge him. I, I I nudge him to sense both his temperature and his general sort of pulsing All right. well-being. He feels fur on him and he's, his hand just sort of like starts moving and starts twitching and like touches you and is like just trying to feel around and trying to get out. Okay. Um, I try to nudge him to like grab onto my fur so I can pull him out. So we, do we see this pile of rubble? Is there uh, a lot of it? Most of the things surrounding you right now is rubble. It's either rubble or it's the remains of the uh, the circle of chaos. And, and the combat. orgy pit is right next to And the orgy pit's right there's next There's a ton of people there. Yeah. I think Daryl stands up to the pit. He's heartbroken as he watches Wolf Henry digging into this rubble. And it, it's, there's, a, there's a mountain full of rubble. Yep. And I turn and say, everybody, stop fucking for one goddamn second. <laughs> there's a young child in that pile of rubble. One of them's like, that's not our thing. <laughs> there's one, there's a child in that pile of rubble. We don't do that. That's where we and draw the line. And it needs your help. Can you help us take him out of the rubble? All right, roll persuasion with advantage. I got 16. They all stop fucking for a second and they go, oh my God, a kid's in trouble. We are both sex positive and really care about children's issues. So absolutely, we're going to come and help you. And it's all like the we're going to come then help yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a second. Just a second. Oh, right. Where's your kid? Where's this kid? What's going on? You know what? Despite what I've been told by the church, you all seem like pretty good people. <laughs> Let's go save the kid. All right. About two dozen naked people. Still glistening Weird. in all kinds of fluids. Weird. Uh, climb oh, this. This is like a Yodorowsky movie. <laughs> yeah. This is fucking insane. Remember back in the day when we thought that snake bowing to you was the weirdest thing that was going to happen? Meanwhile, Ron is rappelling down a pyramid frog by frog, yelling at the third frog who has descended, hey, help that kid, frog. I feel like, by the way, I'm looking up and I'm seeing Boreanaz probably struggling post uh, uh, face bite. Yeah. I feel like this is like not rock and roll. Everything that this guy's done is hella not rock and roll. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do some flourishes with my fucking nunchucks and go after this dude. Okay. Check on my kid while you're up there. The unconscious kid. I can't hear you over the whirring of nunchucku <laughs> around my ears. <laughs> so while the naked uh, army of woke people start... <laughs> Third potential episode title. No, I, was, I was saying that's the name of my band. Uh, start getting rid of the rubble in a show of solidarity. You run up and you just swing it in with a nunchuck. So here, I, I would like to propose a mechanic with the nunchucks. Okay. I'd like to just, how do you feel about this? Okay. I can roll D20s to flourish them. Mm -hmm. Of course, every flourish is a risk because I couldn't nut myself with yep. them. Yep. But every time I do it, I feel like I get like a plus one to whatever the eventual role is. So I could sit there and do 20 flourish. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel He's like this should be... No, 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 here's what we do. Here's what we do. We do that, but every time the number that results in a nutting gets increased. Okay. So you roll yeah, it yeah, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. you gotta get more than three. You roll it again, you gotta get more than a four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically it builds on yep. itself. All yep. right. So as I'm walking up... And this is just to hit. This is not necessarily Yeah, just damage. to hit. Just to yeah. hit. Okay. All right. So flourish one. That's a two. So you immediately nutted yourself? <laughs> so I walked up. I was ready to flourish. Okay, I'd like to say, I think I invented a really cool mechanic for nunchucks, and I'm really glad that the first move was I go up, and I'm like, listen up, you son of a bitch. I'm going to show you what real pain is. And the first move I do just slams my nunchucks into my right testicle. Oh, my God. All right, so roll, yeah. a, roll a, a club attack damage, whatever that is. So that's a 1d6 yep. for the nunchucks, so that's two damage to me. Okay, that's not so bad. It could have been worse because I only have eight, so that could, could have, have almost killed, killed myself. Okay, so Boriana sees you do this. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, did we summon the doodler? <laughs> <laughs> 
the only way any of this would make sense is if this is actually the end of the world. I feel like we nailed it. He turns around to the other cultists. He's like, guys, we did it. We fucking did it. And he sees that Lark is, is biting on his leg and he's like, get the fuck up. And he like grabs him and just sort of like tosses him down and he sort of rolls like, like all slack. I do nothing to stop him as I am recoiling from nutting myself <laughs> with the nunchucks. He's like, I guess I need to see what this new world has to offer. And he just starts walking down the pyramid. <laughs> he's like, I feel like I won. I did it. It's great. We <laughs> Welcome to the world of the doobler. Can I ask Boreanis to help me up with my frogs? Because he's walking down. <laughs> yeah. Is just that what you say? Well, I, I would probably charm him in some way. All right, you can roll persuasion. You just got to say what you're going to try to say to charm him. Um, I will say that um, the way that collared shirts fit him is very nice. All right. Just going straight for the compliment, huh? Roll, roll persuasion. So you're just saying that to him. <laughs> As he's walking by. This is a nine. He goes, fuck off. It just keeps walking. It's just me and my frogs. <laughs> You fell a little ways before you hit with the frog. So if you let go, you would just sort of slide down and not take any damage. I would like to keep holding the frogs. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So we're just digging okay. into the rubble. Okay, so you are now basically out of combat. Everybody that wanted to hurt you feels like they got exactly what they wanted. <laughs> yeah, apparently. So you and the, the naked people managed to successfully extricate Lark from the rubble. And now you've got a barely conscious Lark and a not conscious Sparrow and all the people in the town, the medics and alchemists and wizards and the cops are all coming to this zone of destruction, essentially. And the apple juice is still going, right? The apple juice is still going and will go for another hour. <laughs> According to the rules of Gary Gygax's Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> that apple juice still goes for an hour. I, I am parched. <laughs> yeah, I look for the first person of authority. I say, hey, can somebody get some cups for this team effort around here? Can somebody get some cups? Everybody have some apple juice. Good work, everybody. I turn back into a human. I'm naked. I spit some of David Boreanaz's face out of my mouth. Oh, my God. And then I rush to my two boys, and I just start using my druid powers to heal them. I'm going to go ahead and cast Cure Wounds on my two sons. And then I say, Does, has anyone seen my pants? <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's go find his pants. And I get all the naked people start going through the rubble for his pants. So everything who is still in the armory stealing stuff is like, I got, I have this. Also, what did you do? <laughs> what happened? You seemed cool. You're not cool. <laughs> we killed a lot of people, huh? I know. I thought we were tight because I was okay with murdering people, but I've never done anything on this scale. We kind of blew this one pretty bad, boys. <laughs> I mean, they were your beans. You were everything, everything that I wanted. I don't know what that means. Some of these people were my friends. But also probably some of your enemies, oh, right? Oh, yeah. I Just mean, it doesn't really balance out like that, though. Yeah. It was nice Thanks to meet you, everything. and I put my hand out. I should have never given you those beans. <laughs> oh, my God. This is on me. Oh, no. I need to rethink my life. I'm going to say this joke again. Thanks for everything. <laughs> See, I said it before, and nobody laughed, and I was like, darn it. She throws all of her ill-gotten gains to the ground, and it's just like, where's the nearest church? Daryl is staring very intently to see what happens to these beautiful boys as Henry is bringing them okay. back to life. So as you cure wounds on them, Lark comes to and is like, oh my God, did we do it? Did we do it? Where's the, where's the doodler? Where, where is he? Did I not get to beat him? Damn it, I wanted to beat him. Lark, we're going to have a long talk about this later. Ah! Right now, you're very grounded. <laughs> <laughs> so as you, as you say that, the cure wounds begins to take effect on Sparrow. 
And Sparrow just like, this is for my wrestling fans out there, but if you're familiar with the way that The Undertaker sits up during a match, (laughs) (laughs) he sits up exactly like that, just boom, shoots straight up. And he goes, ah, ooh, apple juice, what's going on? Oh, what happened? How, what? Dad, what happened? Did I go into a wolf? Did I go into wolf mode? Tell me I went into wolf mode. We'll talk about that later. Henry, I think you should ground this child too. <laughs> you, it's only fair that if I ground one of you, I ground both of you for causing so much mischief. And to be fair, I caused a lot of mischief too, so I'm self-grounding. <laughs> We're all grounded, all three of us. I mean, I feel like I, I changed my tune. It feels a little unfair, but like apple juice, so like whatever. I'm, pretty, you know I'm pretty stoked right now. Grounding is lifted because I'm so happy to see you both. All uh, right. Group hug, guys. I put my pants back on, and then I hug my two kids. Sparrow returns the hug happily. Lark just just fuming because he thinks he lost his chance to kill the guy. Oh, Lark. We're going to have a real bonding moment soon, too, and you're going to want to be a love wolf. Just you wait, kiddo. He just says, hate apple juice. Who um, hates apple juice? Lark. Whoa. He's a dangerous boy. As this is happening, all the, the blue coats in the town, all the cops and stuff like that are looking around trying to see what happened. What's all this then and freaking out. And then you see a lot of people starting to point in your direction. Ooh. Um, but you can also see your van inside because you parked right next to the place. And thankfully it is unharmed. Guys, I think we got to skedaddle here real quick. <laughs> I've been, listen, there's one rule of the road. It's when you wreck a hotel room, you don't walk by the front desk on the way out. You take the fire exit. I think it's time we get the hell out of Dodge. Thanks, Neverwinter. You've been great. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think we're rushing to the van. Go, 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 go. Perfect. I'm just going to say you get away with it because there is so much chaos going on. On the way, you can slow your, your, your run a little bit to try to pick up one of the eggs if you wish. Will I have to drop a frog to pick up an egg? Um, but yeah, you'd have to drop one of the frogs. Actually, no, they're sticky. Yes, Maybe I would like to put pop, one pop. frog next to the other in one hand and have a free hand for an egg. All right. So go ahead and roll a sleight of hand as you run. So that's um, 14 plus 2, 16. 16, okay, great. So you scoop it up as you run. You don't even have to slow your stride. As you, Daryl, almost get to the car, a hand reaches out and touches your arm. And you turn and you see that it's the lizard man that you accidentally spared in the combat (laughs) at the cells. And he goes, thank you so much much (laughs) if you hadn't let me live if you hadn't let me go i would have been up there that could have been me hey buddy you never told us your name and we're getting the hell out of here so if you want to ride you can come along with us oh i i think i do my name is cern and i will follow you anywhere and do anything you wish (laughs) i now owe what we in my culture call a a wookie life debt to you (laughs) i go all right i put my hand out i say daryl wilson welcome to the team (laughs) <laughs> He's just glad to be aboard, sir. Glad you're aboard, CERN. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know how to laugh. <laughs> he just his laugh comes off as just a scream. <laughs> he goes, ah, ah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't that's know why. I, I really like this CERN guy. Yeah. All right. So we all run to the minivan. <laughs> yeah. As you drive away, <laughs> the blue coats sort of realize, like, oh shit, it's them, and they start firing arrows at you. But you're just too far gone, and you sort of drive into the. And guess what? And guess what, bitches? That's what modern technology. You can't get arrows through this bad boy. All right, whose kids are we rescuing next? Actually, after seeing how that went, I think I'm going to hold off on, <laughs> on saving my kid. Looks like we're saving Glenn's kid. Going after Glenn's kid. So as you are all driving off into the sunset, Sparrow uh, says, Dad, 
I feel, I feel like nauseous. I feel like, I feel, and his eyes have rolled back into his head. Oh, and shit. when they roll back, the corneas are purple. And he, oh my God. and he says, You have found your children, but you have not learned anything. If only you had been more intelligent. If only you had saved more people. You have proven you are unworthy as a father. You do not deserve these children. And before your eyes, they begin to fade out of existence. Mark, Sparrow, what's going on? Sparrow reaches out and goes, Dad, did I do good? You did good, boy. I'm coming for you. They wink out, and that's the last thing that they hear before they vanish from your car. Do we have to save them again? Because like I said, it was, it was uh, I guess it was kind of inconvenient the first time. Dungeons and Daddies is Matt Arnold as Daryl Wilson, Anthony Birch as our daddy master, Will Campos as Henry Oak, Beth May as Ron Stampler, and myself, Freddie Wong as Glenn Close. Theme song by Maxton Waller. Rant at us on Twitter at Dungeons and Dads. Find premium dad memes and join the episode discussion on our Facebook group at bit.ly slash Dungeon Dads. For all of you out there asking us to try and make this a one a week podcast, I hear you. Uh, we're trying to figure that out. But in the meantime, Matt, Will, and myself have another podcast called Story Break, where we have an hour to come up with a pitch for a movie or TV show. Some of our favorite episodes include a feature film on why the chicken crossed the road, the flow from progressive movie, and one where we figure out a Duke Nukem feature film. Uh, Beth has also been a guest for a couple of those episodes, and so will Anthony one of these days if he ever returns my call. So if you want more podcasts, do check that out. Big shout out to everybody leaving iTunes reviews and recommending our show to your friends. This show is tons of work, but doing it is a total joy, and every time you help us out in that way, you help us grow. So thank you everybody so much. Looks like the real unsung heroes are all of you out there next episode coming at you april 9th so until then remember turn on your headlights if it's raining because it helps visibility for everybody there was a time when you could read between the lines you know they never brought you down never brought you down what is peak boreanis for you Peak Boreanaz. This, this is what Peak Boreanaz looks like. <laughs> okay, so season like two it, of Buffy, when he goes in jealous for half the season, I just think it's like David Boreanaz really having fun in that role and really expanding beyond his like grungy sad boy routine, mm. which is, it works. It's hot as hell, season one and half of season two of Buffy. But when there's that other element, it's like, this is a three-dimensional man I am dating. <laughs> and yeah, he's dangerous, but that's what 90s television is about. Dungeons and Daddies is brought to you this week by MeUndies. My undies. No, the company MeUndies. Duh. Oh. It's summertime and your balls are sweaty. We all know it. Your knees you're weak, cool. arms are heavy. <laughs> <laughs> There's sweat on his balls already. Ball spaghetti. Your crotch sucks right now. I'm going to tell you that right now. Unless you're in some MeUndies because they got that breathable, quick, dry, moisture wicking, anti odor properties. That you fabric. Better you better lose yourself in your undies the moment. Fabric is breathable and comfortable, especially the ball. Ball caddy, that's right. They've cut out some special space for the balls. Tell you what, we're on tour right now. 
That's why it sounds like we're recording from a hotel conference room, because we are. And yeah, my sweaty balls do go in a ball caddy. Tell me something else they don't know about me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been packing a 100% me on these rig in my EDC. You carry your balls? Your balls are your everyday <laughs> that's carry? Right. That's I right. guess that's true. I yeah, am carrying wow. them around every day. It's been great. On the tour bus, I haven't had to change my underwear once. No, that's not true. I, you know, I tried to make a ball caddy for my non-MeUndies underwear, and now my nuts just hang out of my underwear. Oh, no. Oh. MeUndies has a cut for every guy's butt. Over 10 different styles, ranging from boxer briefs to jock straps or a special pouch underwear called ball caddy that keeps <laughs> you a from... disgusting idea. Oh, no. You know how they have that little flap in the front no. for number one if you want to no. pull your wiener out? No. What if there was a little flap in the back for number like two? Like an old-timey PJ? And you can just wow. sort of goatsy man your undies and oh just, just fire away without taking them off. Hear me out, me undies. These cuts, they don't have the special Will Campos goatsy uh, <laughs> cut. But because they do have come in over 100 different colors. Release the cozy And prints ranging from black <laughs> to dinosaurs. Truly the two ranges of underwear. All black or all dinosaurs. All- <laughs> oh, Matt's coming in, maybe. We'll let him in. Oh, Go we got to let Matt knock, let me, knock. I'm going to set the, um, the Noted underwear down. user Matt Arnold entering the ad. Hopefully not hotel staff trying to shut us down. Um, Matt. What kind of underwear are you wearing right now? I know we're maybe not that close, but just tell me. Me undies, and I just walked like two miles to a coffee shop, and I gotta say, every part of me is soaking wet except for me undies. Thank you so much. That's because of me undies. My signi- balls feel oh, so no. good right now. Okay, all right, Matt. Thank you. That's because okay. That's because me undies. Signature- I can't even breathe really well, but my balls are breathing great. Thank <laughs> you, me undies. Me undies signature super soft fabric is breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. If you need something even more breathable and summerproof, they have a new. Oh, they got new shit. The Move Me line with Breathe Fabric, which is They're dropping the Goatsy line? You've heard of Breathe Me by Sia, but Move Me? Whole new song. Let's sing it, Freddie. Moisture-wicking, anti-odor technology, perfect for working out or just keep you extra cool on those sweltering days. You hear that, Matt? I heard it. They use responsibly sourced materials and work with partners that care for the workers. If you're not happy with their first pair of MeUndies, it's on them. Send them back. Not literally. They're not wearing them. No, not wearing yeah. them. Summer is coming. Be prepared with MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash dungeons. That's MeUndies.com slash dungeons for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from Just, the I'm outside. I'm telling you, they in. could do a goatsy print. That's all I'm saying. That's God. Fair. You guys mind if I strip down right no, now? No, Matt, no. Dungeons is brought to you this week by Greenlight. Go. As your kids get older, some things about parenting get easier. Uh, for example, they talk. You they, can order them around. They do chores. They do chores. Oh, wow. However, other things don't. They understand the implications of the capitalist uh, society that we mm. live in. So having those conversations can be tough and complicated. In fact, Thank God for those picture books. <laughs> the fact is kids won't really know how to manage their money until they're actually managing their own money. That's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight's a debit card money. No, app. they're going to learn the way I learned by getting my ass beat in fucking Monopoly by my parents. Oh, that's true. You know I mean? like, that's get good. True. You're like, I remember you get that little, little plastic, the other fucking little dollars. You're like, I got seven thousand dollars then you're, made, you're uh, ruined i made jimmy quit monopoly once because i kept hiding my hundreds under the board and then i was like he was like i got you your bankrupt and i was like you mean these <laughs> thousands of dollars i had squirreled away Greenlight is a debit card money app made for families parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on kids spending and saving while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills with the Greenlight app kids learn how to save invest and spend wisely thanks to games 
that teach money skills in a fun, accessible way. Greenlight app also includes a chores feature where you can set up one-time or recurring chores, customize your family's needs, and reward kids with allowance for a job well done. Could you imagine setting it up and being like, to set your tip for your kid's lawn mowing, and then your kid has to be like, all right, I'll tip you another 15% like they're an Uber driver or something like that? You know what? Here's what I want is because like my kid's reward for their chores is going to be just some homespun wisdom from me. God. You know, the chore is its own reward. So like maybe like can they get, can I send them through uh, Greenlight like one of those quotes like you get when you die in Call of Duty and it's like honor is the value of hard work or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's could, it could work. It could work. I'm going to carry a tip screen around like for everything. I'm going to be like it's just going to ask you a quick question. It's a quick question. Like, oh, sorry, Will Jr. I have a son. His name is not Will Jr. Um, it's like it's like you. I would have tipped you but you didn't discreetly look away yeah. while you held up the tip yeah. screen to yeah. me. Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight. It's the easy, convenient way for parents to raise financially smart kids and families to navigate life together. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash dungeons. That's greenlight.com slash dungeons to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash dungeons. Go. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.